0: Is there a thin line between love and hate, or is it just something that people say? This week, we revisit a classic Black movie, a thin line between love and hate starring Martin Lawrence and Lynn Whitfield. I'm Matt. I'm Chad. And you're listening to episode eight of We Used to Talk About This at Work. All right, Chad, we are back for another week. How are you doing? I am um, disgruntled, Matt. Why are you disgruntled? So
1: I was like, you know what? I've been really good with, you know, eating the food I got at home because, you know, I'm a parent now. So I have to, you know, reinforce that that line. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to get me some Burger King. because I, I can't tell you the last time I had Burger King. So I'll go up in there. I order the little double Whopper fries, you know, drink, whatever. I got a Surge. You guys ever heard of Surge? The soda
0: yes i didn't know they
1: still made that apparently i never had it before i I had some of that shit today it was fucking terrible so anyway i get my little food come home you know sit down at the table open it up it's a single whopper and i'm like i don't want to drive all the way back to burger king because it's not convenient to go to burger king from my house
0: that's that's why you're supposed to check your
1: food in the drive-thru lane i
0: went inside that's why you're supposed to check your food
1: while you're inside I, I just i that is something I have social anxiety over, like um checking my food in front of the person or once i I know I should, but even when somebody hands me money, I feel weird about counting in front of them, but you know, so yeah, I drove all the way back to Burger King to uh get them to fix the order, and they did no fuss no muss. except like you know i I had like. Adjustments to the order. Like, I didn't want cheese. I didn't want, I wanted light lettuce, all this. They just gave me the standard double whopper. And so I get back and I eat it, and it was fucking terrible. And I'm like, this is why I don't go to Burger King. And I
0: wasted all those calories on some shitty food. I have social anxiety about going back. I'm like, all right, I don't know if it's social anxiety, but I think I just don't want to do it. Like, I if I'm back. already at home, all right, I'm not going back in there. Yeah. I'm not getting back in my car to be like, hey, this food is messed up. I get that. But but yes, um, also this week, we have a special guest. Welcome to the show, Janiyah.
2: Hello, and thank you.
0: Do you have social anxiety
1: about the drive-thru?
2: Um, no, because I will get... I actually make sure I order my stuff right at the window. I'll tell the drive-thru, like the machine, what I want. But when I get to the window, I ask for all the extra stuff. Let me check my bag. I will hold up the line. Have no problem with that. <laughs>
0: see, that? that's where, like, when I'm at a restaurant and, like, they mess up my food, that's why I have my wife be like, hey, he said no mayonnaise on this. Take it back. But me, I'm like, I'll just wipe it off. Really? Uh, this, see, my
2: wife does that to me. She she makes me be the corrector of, like, hey, her, her, her plate's not right. Thank you.
1: That's right. so interesting that your wife is the person to do that why you say that i mean i know her a little bit and she doesn't seem to be the type to be like excuse me sir
2: i he- agree yeah
0: well yeah she she hangs out uh i don't know i don't she maybe it's food where certain things is she is like
2: non-confrontational
0: that's that's yeah, a very she, yeah. good word but yeah i guess when you pay for food and stuff like that she wants that stuff to be right who are you, Jenaya?
2: Okay, well, I'm Jenaya and oh. I um I met King back in the military long time ago. We're not gonna count those years till I'm still 21. <laughs> and um, since the military, I've done a whole lot. I did a lot of moving. I did some nannying. I did some Uber driving. I did some tech support. Now I'm in tech. And that's been rewarding.
0: So can you can you you elaborate that being in tech?
2: Yes, I work for a software company, and we make electronic. We make paper applications electronic, and then we house all the information and things like that. And basically, it is a salaried stay-at-home computer job, and it's lovely.
1: Wait, what? What do
2: you do? um make paper applications electronic pretty much we build so if remember myspace like when you uh had to put the code in the box to make the background show up and all of that stuff it's like glorify myspace before the housing market so any type of assistance that you would apply for for like from a government entity like i don't know housing assistance from city of Atlanta or something like that whatever software that application is on we make that's like my software
1: then why do you say Um, paper what is what are you talking about paper
2: like when you go into an apartment complex and you have to get a paper application and fill it out okay the company I work for turns those paper applications into electronic applications so when they tell you to go online and apply I built that application oh
0: oh, okay Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that, that, that shit was confusing as fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we got it now. We yeah, got we, it. On the, we all on the same weird. page now.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of fun though. I um, I like it, and it's low maintenance. It's really like, like MySpace, but getting paid to do it because it's a lot of HTML. It's simple code, and it's great.
1: Hmm. How did you get into that?
2: Um, LinkedIn is the best job search website there is. I believe in link. I support LinkedIn over indeed and stuff like that. But um, my wife was actually in tech when I met her and she was like, yeah, you should probably do this. And she does the same thing, but for a different company. And uh, you know, a couple higher levels than me. Cause she's been in the game for a little minute. Um, and that's how I got into tech. So I just started applying. I mean, I already had tech support from like call centers on my resume. And honestly, that was all I needed to get in the door for my, like the first tech company I worked for, I still did tech support, but in the tech, in the actual tech space. And then I went up to client success manager. So, um, yeah, I started out doing just like answering the phones and sending emails where like I can't log in, stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. I, you know, promoted myself, got another job. And <laughs> now, now I'm managing the clients instead of the customers.
0: Okay. Okay. Look at you doing big things.
2: Dang, <clears throat> you, I'm trying. You know, like hey. lightning.
0: <laughs> hey, we trying to we're trying to get like you.
2: Uh,
1: right.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to get back to Japan. I'm trying to get like, y'all.
1: Like, y'all, I'm not in Japan.
2: Oh, well, where are you?
1: I'm in Missouri, St. Louis,
0: or Mass. Originally.
2: Oh, cool.
0: Yeah, I get hit up a lot of times where, like, he's like, oh, you still in Japan? I'm like, yep. They're like, oh, how can I get out there? Like, plane ticket? No, like, they want to live out here I, like I, know, I do. And I I'm know, like, I know. I just, like, I apply for this. I ain't got no hookups. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah, I applied while I was at St. Louis. Uh, they uh, accepted me. They paid for my way out here and everything. And yeah, I'd be out here for at a minimum two more years because we're on a I'm on a three to five contract. So five years is my last time here It'd be
2: 2024. Oh, but you but you like it. I love it. OK. And hey, you're yeah. back, you know. I love Japan, actually. I really want to bring my wife over there so she can see it because we live off Asian food, but I told her it's nothing like getting it, you know, authentic.
0: No, yeah, it's nothing. Plus, like, the way they do it, like, even funny stories. We had, um, we went to this uh, festival this weekend, like, a Halloween, you know, hayride stuff, and they had walking tacos, you know, walking tacos. They cut a bag of Doritos, put ground Uh beef, everything on there. And mm-hmm. I'm eating it. I'm like, this tastes weird. These Doritos taste weird. And I was like, oh, because we're using Japanese Doritos, not U.S. Doritos. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, even though it's the same thing, like the quality of how they do it and stuff, it's different and it, it tastes better.
2: Yeah. But <laughs> if I had to choose, like how stuff is made in Japan versus how it's made in the U.S., oh, I'm gonna choose Japan every day. The pic, the food looks like the pictures. Customer service yep. is great. It's actually hot.
1: Yep. Uh, you saying, because they they'll give you your double Whopper instead of a single? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you won't have to go back down there. <laughs> I mean, they made it right. They let me keep the single Whopper. Like, I didn't want none of that shit after I ate on that double Whopper, though. Right. Chad, what do you want to talk about? Um, well, I, I'm i over here taking notes um, because, like, you was talking about how, you know, you, you went tech now and you know you you doing a damn thing you just basically <laughs> code in facebook and like i'm genuinely at a point where i do want to do something different career wise um not to fully get into it but like this it's just been a lot of unnecessary stress at my current job and um i'm not sure are you an apple person jenaiya
2: yes jenaiya
1: right yep okay i didn't want to be disrespectful Uh, so do you do, um, health sharing with your, with your wife?
2: Health sharing?
1: Yeah. Where you can share your health. Do do you use Apple health?
2: Yes, I do use Apple health, but I did not know that we could share it.
1: You supposed to be in tech. You supposed to know all this shit Apple doing. Uh,
2: You are right. But I actually (laughs) just got my iPhone a year ago and I'm still learning stuff about it. And I used to work for Apple, but when I worked for them, I hated it
1: now we we could talk about that offline (laughs) (laughs) so uh you can share your health information so like uh you can share your heart rate uh so like if your heart rate like does some shit it shouldn't be doing the people you share that with they'll get an alert Um, okay you can share your weight like what your weight is like if it's going up and down sleep stuff anything that's in the health app just about anything in the health app you can share that with somebody and so, like, uh, I've been having, like, a lot of stressful stuff at work. And I got an email about something that, like, just really pissed me off. And then, like, uh, two minutes later, I get a text from my cousin, uh, friend of the show, Bri, And she asked me, she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, why? And she's like, I just got an alert saying that your heart rate, like, went up really high. And I was like, wait, what? Wow.
0: And, and so. That's good. But that's good, though, because now you can see if that person uh was okay. going on with that person yeah yeah yeah
1: no i'm Everybody, not saying i should do that i'm not saying that's a bad thing i'm saying this job is is like
0: doing too much mm. so well I think- you I, we might be hiring soon you want to come to japan <laughs> <laughs> maybe man maybe Well, i
2: do so give me a <laughs> job and i'll be on the way <laughs>
0: So,
1: uh, I think that was Tuesday. So I took Wednesday off just to try and decompress. Mm -hmm. And so that was nice. Like, um, took my daughter to school, went right next door, you know, worked out a little bit. Um, I took a nap and like, usually when I take a nap, it's like after work. And I always have that anxiety in the back of my head. Like, oh shit, I'm gonna oversleep and not pick my daughter up at the right time. But you know mm-hmm. it was early enough. I you know got a nap, but uh, I spent most of the day playing uh, Destroy All Humans Two. Reprobed. Uh, that's my latest library game, and uh, it's a remake of the PlayStation Two game. Do you guys remember this from the PlayStation Two? Vaguely.
2: Probably
1: not. You're not a gamer. Um,
2: I like you know just dance. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. There is nothing <laughs>
1: wrong with that um also before i go too far down the rabbit hole has anybody told you you kind of sound like kiki palmer
2: yes all the time that's so weird
1: you need to uh set up like a cameo but just be like this kiki palmer you don't need to see my face but I don't i'm saying <laughs> words give me money y'all <laughs> cast me as rogue
2: that is funny yeah i get that all the time
1: so
0: uh destroy all humans 2 came out in you, 2006 you are right. I, I never was. noticed that. Her voice. Like <laughs> I've known her for years, but I'm like, once you said it and I'll start listening, yes, yes, she does. <laughs> like that that
1: bubble popped and you was like, oh yeah. Shit. <laughs>
0: uh it was it's, it's it's
1: an okay game. Like it's a nice chill game to just like play. You got music on or you got a podcast on, like you got something else happening, but you're just running around blowing shit up. Uh, there are parts in it where it, it you can tell this is an older game because, like, that difficulty spike just comes out of nowhere. Like, you'll be doing a mission, and you'll be doing shit, and then it would be time for the boss, and you would be like, okay, I have to get out of this mission, and I have to go over here and switch all my attributes to this one thing that kills this enemy, mm-hmm. because, like, otherwise, I, I just can't fucking kill it. <laughs> But um, the funny thing is, like, with the final boss, um, it's, I don't know if this is a glitch or unless you do this, but, like, during the boss encounter, in most boss encounters, if you leave, like, the designated area, it'll restart, but you can leave the boss area and go to the other side of the map and and get your UFO, because some of the missions have, you have to be in your UFO, and you fly the UFO back to the boss fight, and you can kill him that way. That's not how you're supposed to kill him but That is how you can kill him because that's a fucking hard fight. So right. that was weird. But that's, yeah, that sounds like a glitch. <laughs> well, <laughs> I beat the game. I beat it. Like I, I was playing it Monday to Thursday and I beat it. But uh, it's all right. Uh, so on PlayStation 5, the new Xbox and PC. Um, would I recommend it? No, but it was fun. It was just, you know, some nice. I said, cool. I said all that,
0: but no, nah, I don't even play it. <laughs> no, it's, it, it's whatever. It's, it's some old shit. <laughs> But um, you um, you over here watching Dirty Old Man, Matt? Hell yeah! So uh, I came across this article, and I have like I have to share it on the podcast. Okay, there's this Ar- Iranian man. His name is Amu Haji. They call him Uncle Hygie. Like, he hi- like hygiene has it to no hi Well, we'll get there. Hygie, no, actually Hygie, <laughs> but. He hasn't took a shower in over sixty years, right? So all the all right. pictures and everything, if you look it up, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, he hasn't took a shot. Like he he looked like a dirty homeless man. He got dirt on his face. He has a beard and everything else like that. So uh, the thing the thing that struck out to me was like they they said he died, okay? So now he believed that if he took a bath, that uh, something about the water would kill him, right? So now this man has been alive. He's 94. He hasn't took a be- took a shower or nothing for 60 years. So the what's the word I'm looking for? Not the neighborhood. The people around town basically not kidnapped him, but gathered him up and Forcibly, forcefully gave, gave him a bath. Right. Why two weeks later he died? Right. Maybe he was right though. But Maybe he was tragic. right. No, it's like he 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 he, he been living this life for this whole time and then as soon as he gets clean he dies but i think it's more something to do with like you know his body was used to yeah that one that that dirty protection and then now that he was clean his body wasn't used to fresh air and things like that and yeah yeah it fucked up his immune system right so he should have just stayed funky this whole time he would still be here but rest in peace, Uncle Hygie. Rest in peace.
2: That sounds like something that would only happen in America. Like honestly,
0: but he was not American.
2: Right. Was I, I know, but nope. that just sounds no. like <laughs> <laughs> it Americans, sounds like tragedies of American citizens.
1: <laughs> Americans don't give a shit about their fellow man. We would we wouldn't <laughs>
0: forcibly clean somebody. Right, that's true. You, you hey, they'd I be know. like you. You would just step. They would just step over Mm-hmm. And And, the other thing that I want to talk about, uh, the latest episode of Atlanta, have you guys seen it?
2: I have not.
1: I have. Isn't that required viewing for citizens of Atlanta?
2: Uh, (laughs) It's like being at home. It's it's (laughs) like home on TV. (laughs) I'm telling you, I, I can't keep up with TV. I'm a TikToker. I need to get my life together.
1: All about that tickety talk.
0: Well, this um this episode of Atlanta, it starts off, it's basically like a documentary, mockumentary, whatever you want to call it, of Thomas Washington was the first black CEO of Disney. Now, Chad, since you've seen this, did you when you started watching it? Did you know what this was about?
1: Uh, I read the description of
0: the episode mm-hmm. before I saw it. Okay, so as I'm watching this, I was like, first, when I started watching, I was like, wait, did I click on the wrong thing on Hulu? So then I went back, I'm like, okay, this is Atlanta. And as I'm watching this, I kept thinking, is this real? The, uh, when did you, did you know the, were you thinking the same thing if this was real or not?
1: You t- you, oh, well, I guess you're only talking to me. No, I am very well versed in Disney hu- history.
0: Uh, so he was like, "Ah, oh, this is not." But man, this had me hooked in there. I was, I was all into this. I was all, I, I believed everything up until the final part where he died, and inside the water was the goofy gloves and the shoes. And I was like, "Oh, okay, never mind." That's, but this is well—that's
1: well, the, the part where you're like, "Oh wait, I think they're pulling my leg here."
0: Well, also another part where he, where that one writer was like, um, "He's like, oh, here comes white rice," and then I was mm-hmm. like, mm, "But you know." There was a different time back then. Maybe that did slide, but this was really well done. Really well done. I was, like I said, I believed it all the way up until the Goofy Shoes. <laughs> what was your thoughts about it?
1: Okay, so I guess let's back up for a second. So um, on the Atlanta my, uh, mockumentary episode, this it was about, um, yes, they said this man was the first Black CEO of Disney, but it was essentially about how... Um, a Goofy Movie is the blackest movie that ever blacked. Mm-hmm. And um it was talking about like the um the the elements from um the black community that are in A Goofy Movie and the things that this person um inserted into it and why he inserted into it and the issue the the slight pushback he was getting for Trying to really make a black movie, um, describing it that way, it it sounds more real. But once you actually see it and like the stuff that they're talking about, how like he having all these black people in the studio and shit, I'm like, nah, they're not gonna let that many of us up in here like that.
0: But also, and then like, I, I like the part where he was uh, he was telling the writers and the guy on crutches come up there. He was like, yeah, see, I had him go out to a black cookout and he said the wrong thing. He got fucked up, but now he knows how to do it now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is a learning experience. But like, I'm surprised yeah. that you're like, is this real? Because like we did an episode on a goofy movie and like are some stuff that we talked about in that episode that were like omitted from this documentary about how like originally they were in real life, Bobby Brown was Powerline. Until they were like, No, we he's doing too much in his mm-hmm. personal life, and
0: we can't we have to let him go. Hey man, when you got Brian McKnight in here telling me that he was the one who said it should be Tevin Campbell, that, that's kind of believable, man. That's kind of believable.
1: <laughs> but just to <laughs> admit that, like Bobby Brown was huge in the 90s. Right, right. Um, but no, so I did like the episode, it was fun. Like, I do wish that they would have touched on some things. Like I get, okay, it's fine, whatever. Don't talk about Bobby Brown. But at least mention Goof Troop. Because, like, mm-hmm. if you... I feel like if you didn't know anything about the situation, you're just coming in and just watching it, like, I feel like it is um, not right to discount the good things that came from Goof Troop. It, it, it makes it basically sound like, out of nowhere, we're going to make this goofy movie. And mm-hmm. like nothing building from nothing else. And I don't like that. Like I don't like discounting Goof Troop. Goof Troop was a really good show with a fucking awesome theme song.
0: That was wreck right. right. But I still I enjoyed it. It was it was a surprise for me. And I really liked how they did it. The-
1: yeah. I really like that bit where you're talking about when Max was power line at school and uh, how like when he's uh when he uh, dunked that basketball during the performance and how like that was like criticism on like some people feel like the only way a black person can be accepted in um in in a group especially in a mixed group
0: is playing sports group. yeah playing sports or on stage dancing or some
1: sort of performance
0: yes and i really like right, that yeah. like
1: out of all the stuff that I've seen talk about a goofy movie and how it's black, like no, I've not seen anybody talk about that—that
0: that one aspect, which was really interesting. Right. So yeah, episode eight of the newest season of Atlanta. Go ahead, check it out. Yeah.
1: So I, I added. A...
2: do
1: that. Go... Hmm. So I added a thing on here real quick before we jump into the uh, movie. Um, so uh, what kind of TikTok do you watch, Janya?
2: Um, everything, the funny stuff, but more of the learning stuff because I'm a rabbit hole kind of girl. So if I see a video that I like, I will go to that person's page and watch every video on the subject. So I like, um, I like the funny stuff, but I'm not, but I get on TikTok more for like the learning stuff.
1: So do you, uh, follow any of movie TikTok?
2: I don't think so, but I do follow, well, I follow a girl that talks about um, black movies and black shows that black people need to watch.
1: <laughs> do you know her name?
2: Um, I can't remember her name, but she has this punchline, put it on the watch list. Hmm. And she says it after every video of hers. And and she actually just got a, uh, like a cameo role. I think that's what it's called, but like a cameo role on Abbott Elementary, isn't that the, the name of the show with um uh yes. yes, yeah. She just got a a little cameo spot on Abbott Elementary, but she does a lot of videos just oh, this movie had an all-black cast, or this movie was directed by a black person, or um, all types of stuff like that. And she just gives suggestions of stuff to watch, or Or she talks about how it didn't do as good as it should have done because the movie was amazing or something like that. So that's probably the only person I watch that talks about movies.
1: Um, Was she on a recent episode of um, Abbott?
2: Um, I'm going to go to it so I can see what her name is. I literally just put put and put it on the watch list came up. <laughs> um, Courtney, her name is Courtney Taylor. Her her TikTok name is this is Courtney Taylor. But I don't, and I don't know the. Let me, let me look, because it might be able to show me the the episode that she was in. It is, yeah, it was recent because she said, did you guys see me on the show last night? And she posted that video two days ago
0: so three nights ago she was on the show I seen that episode too I'm trying to think who she was let me see what she looked like
1: No, i never seen this woman a day in my life or have I yeah, I'm not following her on Instagram where's her TikTok let's see nah I don't know this young lady but do your thing Um, so we we strayed a little bit off the path here, but uh, so uh, the reason I bring it up is because um, the Black Panther 2 premiere was earlier in the week and Black film TikTok has been a little salty because Marvel, um, they didn't really invite a lot of Black women. They invited Black men and other men of color, but not a lot of Black women. So like there's one thing going on about that. But there's another thing about how this Latino guy, and uh, you can't really get do an in-depth uh, review of the movie yet because it's still under embargo. But he tweeted about how he's a TikTok person too. He tweeted about how he felt like um, Black Panther 2 was a slight step down from Black Panther 1 and that there were some choices in the movie that he feels like really... made his opinion unfavorable of the movie and so there are people attacking him online because of this opinion and they can't they can't see the movie for another two weeks and so my question to you guys is like i I, we all know how like volatile the internet can be like what what's your opinion on this because it's like we could all go see black panther 2 and be like oh man this is good until xyz happened fuck is wrong with them they ever dropped the ball on this shit and my man is right or it's a possibility we could all see and just be like this is fucking gold you know so it's like i don't fully get i i do get it i understand it but it's like i don't really like that people want to jump down somebody's throat about something that they cannot experience yet
2: I think it's funny because I don't even do things during the hype anyway. Like, it'll probably take, well, if my wife wants to go see it, we can go see it. But I don't watch things or listen to things or look into things when they are like a trending topic because I don't know. I feel like my opinion will be skewed or something. I wait until the hype dies down and then I watch stuff. So I never catch things when they're at their peak anyway mm -hmm. because I feel like it. I don't know. It dampens my actual opinion of it because I was watching it because of what somebody else said about it.
0: Okay. I, I just feel like everybody's gonna. Uh... I mean, people just hate everything that's like they can't do. Like if, oh, like I, I'm in Japan, uh oh, and I'm I'm like, oh, look at all the stuff you can do in Japan. There'll be somebody be like, ah. Oh, I can't go to Japan. Why are you bragging about this and stuff like that?
2: Humans are haters.
0: Right. I mean, I mean, how, how how are you gonna get mad at this man because whatever privilege or VIP status he has, he was able to see it when it came out. Uh just because you can't.
1: No, the 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 thing is they're getting mad at him for speaking negatively against a movie they can't see yet. That's that's my thing.
0: Right. So, okay, would it would those people still say the same thing if he was, if he had a glowing review? Why are you talking good about this movie even though I can't see it?
1: No, people but you know like as as a whole, black people are protective over Black Panther. Right? Mhm. Black Panther will, will just fucking go to bat for like black people will go to bat for Black Panther like blindly. Mm-hmm. And like any negative criticism, people are like fuck you. But what if it's warranted, though? What if well, Black Panther 2
0: is not as good as Black Panther 1? And most likely, um, it won't be. Because like no matter what they do in this new one with Riri, heart all this stuff goes on, and they have this amazing tribute to Chadwick. It's kind of like doing... You have your first movie that holds holds so much weight and care, and whatever, in people's hearts, that nothing they do is going to surpass this. You're always going to have, like, Black Panther 1 meant so much to, to so many people for multiple reasons, so when this one come out, most likely, it, it probably won't be as good as this one. Right. No, I agree. But, and well, he- I'm saying, so, like, yeah, so he, everybody's entitled to her opinion, just be like, I can't, why are you talking bad about this movie? I can't see. I think
1: that's just foolish. How dare your non-black self speak anything critical about Black Panther Two, a movie I can't see? I can't right. see this, so I can't confirm or deny what you're saying.
0: But I don't like it anyway
1: because I also you're saying think it people negatively. that are
2: like that don't even—they aren't even critique when they get a chance to watch it they're not critiquing the movie in the way that a movie watcher will be critiquing the movie like this man probably watches movies for a living or something like, something of that nature and people that are just going to the theater to see it they're not looking to judge the movie they're just like oh uh, it's Black Panther they're I don't think that they're gonna have an educated opinion on it in general
1: that's fair right I, I, he, this man is not the only person I've heard people say is good, but they are, they do something that might turn people off. Like, he's not the first person I've seen say that. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know. And like, some of these, some of these other people are black that are saying this. And so I'm just like,
0: what he's saying may not be invalid. Right. But there's just some some certain things you don't you shouldn't discuss or talk about negatively in public so you saying like you're,
1: that you're so you're saying him saying i just saw the movie first impressions because i'm part of film talk right i got invited to this, this 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 premiere he shouldn't give any opinion about it like it's not like he detailed no 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 no
0: no, well no 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 i'm not saying i'm saying that on social media there are some things that no matter if you do not speak glowing of, even if you have a minor critique, they will come after you. And that's what I'm saying. Say what you want to say, do your job, but you just got to have to know, just like you're not going to slander Beyonce. You're not going to talk bad about Selena or like there's certain stuff where the fan bases are so die hard in that any minor critique. So if you want to do it, it is what it is but i'm not saying he's complained or anything right but i'm just saying like i mean the problem is not with him the problem is with the people commenting on it saying i can't see it unless they don't come back in two weeks three weeks whenever it's released and be like my bad bro you was right those you know know nobody right they're not gonna do that right i don't know but but also it's like okay
1: but like so if i have a negative opinion about kanye i just shouldn't say it I, i shouldn't say anything
0: no, you can say it, but you shouldn't be surprised when you have comments and people are, are saying negative things about you because they're in love with that man or whatever like that. That's what I'm saying. If some things people can let rise. Some people, like, you might get a small pushback on, but certain things mean certain things to people to where you're going to have, they won't take any of this slander at all, and then they're going to reply back. It's just part of social media. Alright, alright, you guys ready for the movie? Darnell Wright Brandy, she came Man, she way out of your little chair Nah, not
2: nah. cause I'ma hit that and you know I'ma hit that
0: He had a way with women
2: Why didn't you tell me you couldn't ride? <laughs> I told you I could ride a monkey I can get close to you And one rule You know that's our code, never tell him you love them That had
0: never been broken Do you want me? Won't you... Do you need me? Oh, I need you me. Until now. I love you. Tell me it was worth it. Lie. Think about cutting it off. Now. You
2: don't have to say anything. We had fun while it lasted. The uh, man
0: who's always looking for action.
2: Well, why would I leave my man alone here on a lady's night?
0: I'm not your man. Is about to get.
2: <laughs> oh, that's cold.
0: A lot more than he can handle. Chad. Without looking at the description, how would you describe this movie? Thank you for asking me and not the guest.
1: Um, so this movie stars Martin Lawrence at the peak of his powers. And um, this is him basically this is this movie is um it's a drama, but sprinkled in some Martin Lawrence comedy of the time. And he's a bit of a player, you know, he's got a couple of girlfriends around town and he engages with a woman that um, he uses all the tricks he can to get her into bed. And then when he decides that he doesn't want to do this anymore, she takes it to a very violent um, degree.
0: All right, Janiyah, what did you think about this movie?
2: Um, <laughs> I thought that it was funny, but I also thought that's what you get. Like folks gotta stop playing so much. <laughs> I also thought she was very crazy because yeah, I'm not I'm not doing all of that. I'm not gonna hurt myself for I mean for an example, I'm not gonna be, you know, a martyr at your expense or at my own expense. But I did feel like, you know, you sit down somewhere.
0: <laughs> Chad, what did you think about this movie?
1: Uh, so I haven't seen this movie since the nineties. And I was like, oh damn. Um I forgot a lot of elements of this. Like, what what is Bobby Brown doing in this movie? Uh, what what is what is the Queen, Regina King, doing in this movie? You know? Not not like mm-hmm. in a bad in a bad way, it's just I forgot they were in it. But um overall I liked it. It was pretty decent. Um I mean, yes. Martin, at the end of the day, was the villain of this movie, and he kind of deserved it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just I don't know. seeing this movie as an adult having some lived experience it was very different seeing this movie as like a 12 or 13 year old, you know? Um, right. But yeah, overall, it's pretty decent. Um, just, just
0: be intentional, people. Be intentional. Right. Um, I thought I'd seen this movie before. Maybe I have back in the day. But like as I'm watching it now, I was like, none of this looks familiar to me. So it was like watching it for brand new. And just like you said, Chad, I was like, he when he was doing this stuff, I was like this. (laughs) My man. But then like this. I was like, yeah, he gets everything. He shouldn't have been doing none of that stuff. Everything he got, he deserved. Yes. I she she was crazy towards the end when she was doing all this other stuff. One thing I did appreciate was he did uh, go back to all the women and was like, Hey, all right, I'm done, blah blah blah. He let him he didn't ghost them or still like lead them on or anything. He did tell them the truth, and it was uh, so much end.
1: easier to ghost people in the 90s, too.
0: <laughs> exactly. So I I, I give him that. But overall, I wouldn't say it's a good movie. It was okay. Yeah. Oh, I do want to
1: say that I didn't think that shit was cute. That he showed up to her job while she's in nineteen nineties black girl boss mode and telling her, "Tell whoever you're talking to, you'll call them back." Like, brother, it's right. the nineties, and she's a right. black woman in a in a position of power. You know
0: how how much she had to struggle for that shit. Don't be telling right. her that. Yeah, he he was a uh, he was overstepping a lot yeah <laughs> yeah and That's
2: then just that ego, that big, big, big ego.
0: And also, I was like when they were making a bet about um like if you could hit it or not, I was like, that is so much some ninety shit to do, yeah, I mean, I feel like there's dudes these days that are
1: making these kind of bets, too. Well, I guess kids are yeah, also, I'm sorry, but like, um, ma'am. Why did you get naked for this movie? When oh, they were, uh,
0: yeah, they were bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and they, they they didn't even yeah, it, it wasn't it didn't add nothing to it, right? I mean, like, I I, I, I,
1: it's hard for me to tell like if this is just me getting older, or if if this is just the critical lens that I that I'm using. But it's just like I agree, like that added nothing. It's just like. A lot of nudity in movies, I'm really turned off by. Not like sexually, but just like I'm put off. I should say, like, right? I don't know
0: if we needed this. All right. So, what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes of this was?
2: I think on a wide scale audience, maybe forty-seven. I don't know.
1: Um, Chad, I'm gonna say thirty, mostly because this movie came out in the nineties. So white men rated it.
0: All right. So it balances out what you're saying. So the audience score, 76.
1: Hmm.
0: But the but the tomato meter is 15%. Damn. Yeah. 27 27 reviews. Yeah. That's wild. It wasn't that bad. So normally during this time we do trivia dump and we do a game. I was trying to figure out a game and I got one, but then like, you can't trust everything you read on the internet. So then once I did it, I was trying to, I found out, I was like, Oh, I got the question. But then I was like, I was doing more research and I found out that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't have a, I don't have a, a game, but I do have some trivia. Okay. Uh, this is the directorial debut for Martin Lawrence. And that was going to be my game was... Because I found another website that was like, oh, yeah, he also directed um, another movie. And I was about to make a game. But as I did more research... No, he didn't direct it. He was just producer of it. And I was like... It was... Let me go to my question. Nothing to lose. What is that? Some other movie. that was a good movie.
1: Who? What what movie is that?
0: It was uh, him and... uh, what's that guy's name oh 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 yeah they're like are they like con men or something somebody's a con man something like that yeah yeah but then once i did my research i found out he did not direct that that was a good little movie yeah um but yes also regina king was pregnant during the filming of this and she didn't tell anybody that she was pregnant until after the movie finished Mm-hmm. um also while on the set of this martin lawrence was ho- hospitalized after he lashed out
1: oh so i don't is, know if you guys this was the incident
0: no 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 this the incident happened six seven months after this
1: how many incidents did this man have
0: actually a lot i went down the rabbit hole of everything that's going on like um he had done a lot of stuff mm-hmm. uh this is the incident that we're talking about is when he was had a gun he said they were out to kill me and stuff like that Yeah, he was running up and down the highway, I think. Yeah. Um, In the scene where Mia, Regina King, models her U.S. Air Force uniform, Uh, if you look on there, her insignia is a staff sergeant. Originally intended to be released by Savio Pictures, but it went out of business in November of 95, so the rights were picked up by New Line Cinema. And last thing I got is this is Tracy Morgan's film debut. Tracy Morgan was looking real fat. This is his (laughs) first time. It was first time on screen. He had a, he didn't know what he needed to do. But you know how like you uh, look at an old movie
1: and be like, oh man, that's so-and-so's first movie. And they'd be skinny as a rail. And then like, as
0: they got famous, they got fat. He's opposite. (laughs) He started (laughs) out big. Then he lost weight. But yeah, that's, that's all I have. Um, Janiyah, do you have anything to plug on our way out?
2: Um, no, but this has been so much fun. I would like to do this again when you guys have a run.
1: Yeah, well, yes. we appreciate you coming on and, you know, adding a new voice to, you know, the whole show. So thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Yes, I appreciate it because with no prior information, there was no haggling. All I said was, hey, would you like to be on the podcast? She was like, sure. I was like, oh, that was easy.
1: No comment or follow up to that statement. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe going forward you should keep your um keep your uh camera off and be like, all right, special guest this week, Kiki Palmer, you know. Um,
2: Go <laughs> on with it. Don't ask me any specific questions because I won't
1: know the answers. Man. All right, so Kiki, uh, why in the fuck did you do nope? <laughs>
2: even see that movie for one because i yeah no i'm not a i'm not a fan of i didn't see anything of that sort i didn't see get out i didn't see us i didn't see nope i didn't see any of those
1: you don't fuck with black people
2: no it's just not my forte to see that like black people haunted and like ghosted Uh uh-uh i get that
0: i get that all right thank you so much for listening please rate like and review our podcast on your platform of choice if you have any feedback, please email us at we should talk pod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page, we should talk about this at work, and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at we should talk pod.
1: And we just want to thank you guys once more for listening. And now you know what we used to talk about at work.
0: My my, my clothes is better than that shit. I didn't like that. That's fine. (laughs) I mean,